Mm-hmm. It's a brand new month. Welcome to May. Brand new month. Brand new month. Same good old podcast. Jason Portwondo, Donovan Bailey, running things. Wagwan. What up, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. Hey, 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 hey. I'm good. Yeah. I, no complaints. Hey. No complaints. Wh- what do we have to complain about? The weather still. Well, if that's our biggest complaint. Yeah. First world problems. Telling First world you. Problems. <laughs> exactly. It's all good, though. It's all good. I mean, the weather is getting there. I mean, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we, we, we talk about um, the preferred temperature. Yeah, is, well, we're we'll get there. there. We're heading there. I mean, we'll get know, there. I still got a blazer on. But, I mean, eh. I have a T-shirt underneath it, eh. so it's going to be all right. Oh. You ever roller skate back in the day? Dude, I was a club kid, man. Oh. Roller, here's the thing. Roller skating was the place that you went to go exercise and to go look for the other sex. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, man. Good times, mm. people. And all you, young, all you young folks who don't really understand uh, what life was like then, it is the happiest time when you have people... Kids, anyway, it's kids. I mean, you know, we're teenagers at the time, um, in our early twenties. Zero responsibility, mm. and, and just living life uh, to its ultimate, ultimate height. They still have establishments around. You know that, right? I, I well, I mean, I, I think that if I you want to go strap on some rollerblades and, and well, get I, it moving, I got a bad knee, so we're going we're gonna go with that first. I got a bad, I got a bad knee, but so that I'm, knee is good enough to play every Monday night still. Uh, yes the, okay. the, the answer is absolutely yes Because there's a couple of things Jason I am We'll say I am one of the young guys Playing basketball I mean except for Some of the guys Their kids That come and play So their sons Who are in their 30s That come and play with us Wow So I'm one of the young guys And I, so at the end of the day There might be Maybe Maximum of 20 people So if I fall on my face There's Only 20 people Are gonna know If uh, sir, you and I go roller skating. Ah. There's not going to be just 20 people there. There will be hundreds of people, and we'll see Mr. Bailey fall flat on his face or on his ass. And uh, maybe I'm not up for that now. But what I tell you, I mean, dude, it, it was um, you'd be against fine. someone's. No, I, and I would do it. Yeah, you'd be fine. I would, abs- I would and absolutely. And if you did happen to fall, all about ratings. Is it though? <laughs> it's all about ratings, right? You get people listening to this podcast. By the way, you know, you can always. Share, like, follow, download, subscribe. Check it out. Yeah. We will deliver. And, and let's get to it. Every time. Enough about you and I. Let's talk some hoops. <laughs> this <laughs> happened in game one. He'll take a three. The rebound read. Philadelphia has won. The Sixers have captured game one without Embiid. Harden spectacular. 45 points. Mm. Get some. Yes. Game one of round two. And I'm no calculus major, but even I can do this basic math and tell you Philadelphia, now a perfect 5-0 and oh in the second season. I know you want to talk some hoops off the top. Go ahead. Look at the grin. Dude, listen. Go ahead. I mean, get it off your I'm, chest. You know, you know what's really funny? I'm trying to... Okay, so here's the deal. Okay. I'm trying... I know... Uh, Jason, that we're in the second round now, right? But you've we we haven't concluded the first round. I mean, we have. 
I must say that I you know call, you're congratulating me on I am congr- my prediction. I'm congratulating you on uh, picking uh, Milwaukee to go home. Okay, first. whoa, 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 okay. What were the exact I said, I said, words? Go home, go home first. No, I, I what were the exact words that I used? You said they're gonna win. The, I, they're gonna win. They're I, gonna, they're no, gonna win no, East. no, no, no. You I said, said they're gonna win the East. No, I said I have Milwaukee coming out of the East. Oh, so what the hell does that mean? <laughs> what are, you, are they what not are you, out? You need are to, you are got they, to be, are they not out? You got to be kidding it's me. It's all about interpretation. Yeah. Your I interpretation know. of coming out. Means you worked on that gonna, the whole night. You worked you worked said, on that. Gonna, till, you're I'm like, man. I said I'm gonna get him. I got him. Here's right? what I here's said what, Milwaukee's coming out oh, of the East. Oh, you got to Milwaukee be Milwaukee is out of the East. You whatever, guys. Thank you. Whatever. Thank I, you. Okay, at the end, <laughs> I, I'm very certain that as soon as Jason saw that Milwaukee was eliminated. This was, he said, okay, how am yeah, I going to no. get him? This how am I going to get him? Right? Uh, Either way. I'm shocked. Either stunned. Way. You're stunned that Milwaukee's out? My goodness. I mean, a lot I of had people them are. winning that game by 20 points. Yeah. But, I mean, listen. I, I and they got beat. Yeah. I, I am. I, I, again, guys, we're just. I was wrong. No, but we're just having. But you're not I was wrong. wrong. You, but you're not wrong. I mean, I think ultimately when you look at the math, if right. you're looking at the math and you're looking at the team and you're looking at the record of, uh, for, for the season, then obviously you would probably pick the team that you thought should go ahead. And 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 rightfully so. Milwaukee is one of the teams that probably should be vying, like at least playing, uh, you know, for the Eastern title, right? Only the sixth time in NBA history. Right. A number eight beats a number one. Well, and, and Giannis, I mean, afterwards, that's a bigger story. Forget about the Bucks being out. That's right. sports. Yeah. It, it can happen. Right. Ask the Boston Bruins. Yeah. We'll, We'll actually talk some hockey a little bit later on. I'm going to make this guy talk you're some gonna pucks. Make, yeah. I'm going to make you talk some pucks. Yes. But, but Giannis said, no, this is not a failure. Right. I was like, what? Right. Not, not a what? Right. Right. So, okay. So, so again, my thought on that. Um, I think he's right, and then he's also right. <laughs> right? I, okay. You know, you know I, because I'm thinking that, it, you know, as a competitor, my expectations when I'm prepared – for competition is for me to win all right so that's a result that is actually like on paper that's a result against my opponent right so so i but so it, so on 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 that level i think that he, sh- he should speak on that however i i think that in the in the in the press conference he was asked about the season being a failure by a reporter who i guess he has a little bit of beef to pick with uh, giannis and Giannis was right in was 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 exactly right in responding how he did, which is relating um, his life basically to what a normal person's life would be, which simply simply is that uh, you know you've got a whole bunch of people worth tens of millions of dollars, which is all basketball players, you know, and I know this as a professional athlete, you know, you're getting paid millions and millions of dollars to play a kid's game, so there's really nothing that can happen that would deem it a failure. I'm assuming is that's what he's saying. You know, so it's it's a win-win-win for him, but I think on the other hand also I sh- I also think that he had an expectations that the that the Bucks themselves as a team was going to go farther. But uh Giannis is correct. All there's no there obviously there's no there's no losers in that. The team lost. Um you know, he might not, not he might not have gotten what he wanted to get. Uh, but it's still a kid's game. Everyone's happy. Uh, you know, what would, and I think he mentioned something like, 
What would, uh, you know, do you work every year? Do you get a promotion every year? Do you get a bonus every year? I get what he's saying in the overall scheme of life. Right, right. It's not a failure. Right. But in basketball perils. 100%. It's a failure. No, in sports. In any sport. Exactly. But he plays basketball, so that's why I'm saying in basketball. But that's why sports exist, people. This is why, this is exactly why it exists. So you can actually sit and measure yourself, and rightfully so, measure yourself against maybe you know, the average person that goes out there to, you know, labor away and, you know, go and make, you know, $20 an hour. Top team in the conference, you lose to a team that had to play in to yep. get in. Yep. They lost the 7-8 game yep. to Atlanta. Yep. So that forced them to play Chicago, to Which play in, right. to get the opportunity to play Milwaukee. And they put one on them. Jimmy Butler, yeah, that was a push-off. It was. Right. That's not why Milwaukee lost this series. Hey, man, Jay Buckets. Uh, Just give credit to Butler and, and the, entire, the entire heat. You know, and that's, and that's um, you know, what I don't like, the narrative or the story now. Mm-hmm. It, it's the fact that um, the Bucks lost and not the fact that Miami played hellified series, man. And they deserve... That they are the ones who deserve the, the headlines, uh, you know, and they're the ones that uh, you know that are that that have moved on, and they're the ones that no one expected to be there, and and, and you know for that kudos to them. Yes. All right. So <clears throat> now we can fast forward after I ate my crow. Even though I was right, <laughs> Milwaukee coming out of the East, they are coming out. out. Shut the hell I, up. I was right. Anyway, okay. be quiet. Uh, James Harden putting the 76ers on his back, saying, "Boys, I'm Sea Biscuit. Ride me." 45 points, no Joel Embiid, no MVP. We're going to find out soon, by the way, but I still think MVP belongs to Embiid. Without him... Jokic is going to get it, but... Yeah. You'll be wrong. Anyways, right. um, one nothing for the 76 Okay, so I have... So, okay, uh, if you all recall, I have Boston coming out of the East. Uh, you know... They, so when they lose, you'll be right, because they will be out. Oh, yes. Well, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a Jason <laughs> Portwondo. Yeah, Dude, I'm going to pull a Jason Portwondo if, if that if happens. If they lose. But, right. I, but I do believe that they're going to, I do believe that they're going to, um, they're certainly going to, um, they're going to pull through. Uh, but to your point, Jason, uh, you know, uh, James Harden, James Harden in many teams that he's been on has been criticized for not showing up when the big games uh, were uh, being played, uh, you know, and when the brightest lights were shining on him. And you are one thousand percent correct. The fact is that their biggest, their best player, the biggest, the biggest best center, you know, and and possible MVP was out of the game itself. And James not only led in scoring, but was a leader, and was really a, a you know a man amongst boys uh, in taking taking on Boston. And and you're correct, putting the entire team on his back. Um, the series, basically, he wanted to shoulder. Uh, I guess he's going to be shouldering the blame. So why not shoulder the victory now? Mm-hmm. And dude, yeah, he, yeah, it was a, it's a phenomenal game, and I, I have to say, uh, you know, congratulations. Uh, he balled out. He balled out, and 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 again, he he beat the Boston Celtics, who I expect to come out of the East, but he deserves every single praise uh, and. You know, the number one thing is for me is for showing up and showing up and and uh, and playing uh, like you should as a championship. Celtics thought no Embiid, no problem. We got this. Yeah, they maybe did not seal it. Uh, a couple quick things I want to point out. First of all, James Harden now becomes the sixth player in NBA history. 
to put up 40-plus in a playoff game for three different franchises. Wow. Okay, uh, Jason Tatum did not score for the last 11 minutes of that ball yeah, game. They How is that. that possible? They needed that. They and Jalen Brown put up 10 total shots. 10 total shots. I have no idea what's going on. You with can him, put man. that up in a quarter. Well, he put up 10 shots in the entire game. Absolutely. I mean, he shot 80%. That's the great news. <laughs> the bad news is he was 8 of 10. Well, you need to get, uh, well, I mean, it's, it's playoffs. And, and, and it's playoffs now. Every single game matters. And as mm-hmm. you know, Jason, it, it, it is very important right now for your stars to show up. Because if they don't, they're going to be golfing. All right. Let's roll through the other series quickly. So it's uh, one nothing for Philly there. one nothing for Miami. Yep. Over New York. Quick take there. Well, I mean, you know what? I, I, I don't think that um, I, I, I don't think you and I expected either one of these teams to be playing each other. Right. Uh, the coming out of the coming out of the first. I didn't round. mind the Knicks. They were my watch out team. Remember? Yeah, yeah you're right. You're, you're the Knicks. The Knicks were yeah. your watch out team. Right. Uh, but man, I got to tell you, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm surprised they're both there. Uh, but how the Heat, uh, you know, took on the Bucks, and 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 Jimmy Butler shown up. I mean, you know, I, I think there was rumors many years ago that he's Michael Jordan's son, and my God, he might be because I got to tell you. <laughs> Anytime the brightest lights are shining, this guy shows up and he crushes it. And how they look right now, it looks like it's going to be, it, I think it's going to be this season. It's, def, it's definitely not going to be a sweep. Uh, but the season is, uh, it's going to be very interesting between these guys. I, still, I, think, I think the Heat, how it looks, looks like they're going to take it. You spoke of bright lights. <clears throat> they were a little too bright for Sacramento. Couldn't close out Game 7 at home. Golden State moves on, so now we get oh, oh, another all-Cali showdown. Steph versus LeBron. Who do you have? Is this going to... Well, I mean, I, I have I have, I have Golden State coming out of the West. So that's okay. who I got. I got Golden State coming out of the West. Um, hey, the Sacramento playing Golden State, you actually saw what experience is. Or yes. number one experience... Number one experience and number two, because we talked about that. Yeah, I said Mike Brown and the Kings, so I was wrong there too. Right. Well, that's okay, dude. Yeah. I, I still love you. It's okay. It's not. It's not yeah, a big deal. It takes right. a big man to say you were wrong. Yeah, that's okay, man. And and I yeah. love you still. Okay. No matter what. All right. Even if you were right, but you're not. I'm not. So, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, you saw experience, and you saw a championship mindset because at the end of the day, you saw. You know, this, this, I guess it would be the, the, the starting, the regular four that you see then from Golden State um, show up and crush these guys, crush their spirits, man. I expect that they're going to be, man, it's, it's going to be a really tough series. I expect Golden State, um, I still expect Golden State to come out. It's going to be a tough series to with Denver, uh, but I expect them to come out. Uh, you know what? Um, four... So you for, got for, Golden State playing Denver already in the final? Oh, on the West, of, of course. Okay. Of course. Um, the, 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 here's the thing. From a TV perspective, the Golden State Warriors playing the Los Angeles Lakers is what the dream NBA championships, like if, if, if uh, Adam Silver wanted the greatest ratings of basketball, of the two best teams playing, and I'm just talking about ratings, Right, it would be LeBron versus Steph Curry. All right, well, we're and you, that. And, and we and we get to see it. I mm-hmm. mean, we get to actually see them ball out, which is, which is going to be great. So I'm looking forward looking forward to that series. Uh, I still got Golden State beaten, but I do have Golden State beating the Lakers. 
Ooh, that's a that's a tough one. And, and yeah, Jokic, we know he's moving on. That that's that's a foregone conclusion. Denver. Denver's up two nothing. Chris Paul could be injured. Right. They don't have a bench. I thought it was going to be better. That series is done. Jason, I thought, no, but I, I thought that Phoenix was going to be better. I'm with you. Right? I'm but, with you. But I got to tell you, I mean, Denver has been the, 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 the most dangerous, low-key number one in this whole thing, and they can win the entire championships. I know that I picked Golden State people. I know that. However, Denver has been the sleeper that, that everyone, I mean, we're sorry, we're all sleeping on Denver. Which is crazy because right? they're the top seed. But that's what I mean. But you're right. Right. We kind of think of... We're all... Again, it's because of marketing and advertising and and popularity. Okay. Uh, But I got to tell you, man, the, the, you know, amazing guard, Jokic, you know, running the middle. Denver can win this whole thing. And, and, uh, yeah, we are are slipping on them. We are sleeping. All right. We got to move on. We could talk basketball the entire show, but we do all sports. We do news, lifestyle, entertainment, music. One-stop shopping. I want to talk some track and field now. You think? And, uh, again. You think? You think? We could have a whole show on this. You think? Yeah. Of course. I want to start. Where do we start? There's so many great things. Well, I'm going to go pen relays, and I want to start out with some young girls from Jamaica who did their thing on the track. Another good exchange, and they are going to come at the straightaway. The fans are going crazy here. Heidel showing us how it's done in the 4x1. Three gain exchanges, four great flats. And do we have our fastest time of the yes, day? We do. 4496. Girls were flat out running. They also went on to capture the 4x4. Yeah. Did the uh, young ladies. From Heidel. Young yachties from Heidel. Yeah, I mean, it's so much fun to watch. And the Jamaican representation. At the pen release, you know what? You know what's really it's funny. Like the home away from home. No, but it is. It is. Yeah. I mean, and and I and I encourage anybody that's a that's a track fan or or who wants to see. I mean, I talk about champs in mm-hmm. Jamaica all the time. Where if you are a track fan or just a sports fan, you need to fly to Jamaica anytime you have the the, the championships, the high school championships. <clears throat> Go there and see uh, these these kids competing because they will be there will always be someone there that you'll see that you know 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, 14 years old that will be an Olympic champion mm-hmm. or will be a world champion. I mean, this is factual. Now, in at Penn Relays, it's the same team that comes from Jamaica. And and I remember competing, Jason, and uh, I remember competing and and they were they were trying to do uh, I think you know some of the organizers at Penn thought that Jamaica were bringing up these loaded teams. They actually thought that they were bringing up like a you know you know like the like the the top four or top six best males and uh, from each school and it'd be a loaded team. No, and then and then they <laughs> they they realize like, hey, dude, do you actually understand something? These are if you bring up the top. If you bring up a loaded team, nobody wins here. Like you have, exactly. there is zero chance for any high school in America to place if Jamaica brought up a loaded team. So I got to tell you, all of the, 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 these high school programs that are in Jamaica, next level. The coaches that contribute to these programs, phenomenal. Like, I mean, them, uh, you know, setting the standards, teaching, the, training these kids, teaching them discipline, th- those very same kids understanding that not only you need to work really hard 
uh, you know, on the track, but exceptionally hard uh, in the classroom. I mean, I tell you, man, you know, uh, oh, man. I mean, pen relays has always been, it's kind of been like a Jamaica against the world. Or it's USA versus Jamaica. Exactly. On U.S. soil. Right. You know, so, again, I encourage people that, you know, I competed there. It is, it is. I mean, to the rafters, rain or shine. And it was at, raining. At it was miserable. But, you, you couldn't tell. But I've been there. I've been there when it's raining, and and it's yeah. still the same, man. You, what exactly. you have, what all anything. If you go to if you go to Pens and it's raining, it simply means that uh, that day there'll be a massive spike in umbrella sales. That's it. That's all it is. They're still showing up and <laughs> showing up because yep. people are showing up to watch these kids. And yeah, I encourage, uh, I mean, phenomenal track meet, very well organized. I mean, consistent product every single year. You're going to have the best kids going there and also professional athletes and older folks too, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, pen relay is amazing. And if you, if you are a fan of sport, uh, make it to pen relays. Get a ticket. Get get your ticket for 2024 today. It was awesome. And when you said all the way up to whatever, whatever was 96. Yes. They have a Masters 100-meter race. Yep. And one of the competitors, 96. Yep. Ran his 100 meters in 24 seconds. Dude. That, that could, Unbelievable. He could probably beat me right now. Unbelievable. He, he could probably beat me. No, here's the thing. And I and I tell people this all the time because they ask me about, you know, how to stay in shape and be active and vitamins and all of that stuff. If you have a 96-year-old running against a bunch of 90-year-olds and 80-year-olds, yep, you have enough. zero excuse. You have zero excuse to be sitting on your couch eating bonbons and drink, drinking uh, Pepsi. Uh, you know, as a bonbons. I had a... What the hell is wrong with peg, you? Wait, a wait, Peg Bundy flashback. It, it might be a Peg Bundy flashback. Wow. No, it's Al Bundy. No, Al, but um, it was Peg who ate the bonbons, though. But Al probably said it. <laughs> but we're not going to go there. We live, in a, we live in a different world now. Uh, but I'm saying to you that <clears throat> you, have, you have no excuse whatsoever right. to not hit the gym, to, to go lift some weights, to go for a walk. I preach uh, an active lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, and it's, it doesn't matter what, what what your vice is, whether or not you like to go out for a glass of wine, uh, you know, some great food, uh, have a cigar, whatever it is, right? right? I think it's very important to live an active lifestyle because remember, your body is the greatest computer that's ever created and you have to continue to stimulate that. That has to be, you have to continue working, you know, all the buttons essentially. And um, yeah, you, you know what? If, if you've got, 96, 95-year-old athletes, and they're athletes, by the way. If you've got them competing at their highest level, you have no excuse. I'm with you. I'm with you. Pen relays never disappoint. It was phenomenal. Again, the weather wasn't the greatest, just miserable, damp, cold, rainy, but you know what? The action was hot. Let's transition now to a little Golden Grand Prix, courtesy of Botswana. Right. And more from the ladies. And by the way, you're 100% right. I love watching the kids because you can say, I knew him when. I knew her when. The journey. That's right. The journey. Shakari Richardson. Uh, Many thought it was a foregone conclusion for her to win the 200, but apparently, apparently, Kayla White did not get that memo. You know, the good thing about track and field um, is that uh, we talk about, I think, Jason, we talked about this. Oh, I talk about this often. Uh, April and May are the times when people who are lesser known, <clears throat> I think that those are the greatest times for you to establish yourself, to make some money, to get some sponsorship, 
to be recognized to get you know get some you know name recognition. Okay. And Kayla, Kayla is one of those people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Shakari Richardson, world renowned, um, you know, incredible potential, fantastic athlete, uh, you know, and uh, and and she's a massive talent. But in in the sprints, especially especially in the sprints, men or women, male or female, whatever, mm-hmm. you show up and you get ready to drop licks, man. And that's really what it that's is. It. Yep. Like that, that's all it is. And, and, and you have to understand that you have to be prepared 100% of the time. Because if you're the star coming in, I guarantee you at least one other athlete in that race or in that competition is looking at you going, hmm, maybe it's my day. Maybe it's my day to take you out. That's why a lot of times you have to pick your battles. And uh, in Botswana, I mean, you know, again, you don't hand, you, there's no medals that are handing out in me. And Shakari actually looked pretty good. So let let me let she me did. get let me get yeah. that straight. She yeah. absolutely looked she looked she looked pretty good. It's still early in the season. Uh, nothing really matters now. Uh, it, she's still getting paid. <laughs> so regardless, there's no real medals being handed out. Uh, but I tell you, man, uh, Kayla, excellent run, and uh, you know, she's also American. So at the end of the day, uh, when I look at competitions like this, I think about not just the circuit. Because the circuit doesn't really matter, at least my opinion. What matters is showing up at the U.S. trials, making the team, and then going to the World Championships, right? So the stuff that so so when you when you, when when you're thinking about some place like Botswana, it's the small wins. Like this is a small win. You know what I mean? It could be a, it could be actually be a win for for Shikari too, because she got through it, uh, healthy. Decent and decent times. So I mean, not a bad thing. No, two two five four for Shakiri. Right. Kayla wins it in two two three eight. Right. Uh, women's one hundred meter goes to TT Terry on the guy side. My goodness, <laughs> boy, he is like a little wrecking ball. Listen, wow. Fred, I'm talking about Fernand Omanyala out of Kenya. I had no idea he was that. I, I'm not going to say. I'm going to drop the the age, people. He is tick, <laughs> tick. <laughs> you know, not that he, he is tick. Okay, so we had so we had a saying, right? We had a saying in in track uh, where you know sometimes the guys show up and they look like bodybuilders. Right, right. That's him. And we say, but what we used to say, uh, built like Tarzan and run like Jane. Oh, okay, right. However, <laughs> this guy's built like Tarzan and running like Tarzan. Yeah, nine seventy eight is absolutely no slouch mm-hmm. with any kind of win behind you, man. Two and, two and, three was a win. Yeah, but two yeah, yeah. it's two three. Yeah, it's two three. And yeah. the fact is that he, he's ran nine seven. He's ran nine seven. He's ran nine eight. Legit. Again, it's still early. I have no idea how Ferdinand is going to like maintain like this kind of peak because it looks like he's peaking at that. At, yeah, at the, you know early. what I mean. A little early. Yeah, it, it looks like he's peaking, but again. Uh, these guys are at home. They're in Africa, and I love what it is that they're doing. In the 100 meters, uh, you know, in the 100 meters, Jason, I'm, I'm, I'm t- I'll talk about this for a second. In, okay. the, in the 100 meters, it appeared like Letzile allowed him. I mean, they, they looked at each other at the 30-meter mark, which they is kind of, which, which, which I'm thinking, huh, that's some serious confidence. Right. But I think Letzile kind of let him win. Mm-hmm. You right? go on. Let him win. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Yes, go on, man. You, uh, yeah. you take this, right? I did that to Bruni one time, many, many moons ago at the Francophone Games. I, I kind of go, man, it's French games. You got to win. That, that's my, you're my boy. Come on. I'll take second here. But 
Ferdinand uh, looked amazing, powerful looking guy. He also shut it down. You know, he also shut it down probably about 80 meters, 90 meters out. But Letzili, I think, allowed him, allowed him to, to uh, you know, you know, to win. In the deuce, man. Mm-hmm. Lestile is a dude, man. He he ran the 100 meters, people, with such ease. It was like a warm-up. It was like <laughs> a warm-up. And then he, then he came off, and the deuce, the deuce was against legit squad. Mm-hmm. Like the deuce are against you know, Andre de Grasse, Olympic champion. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. You know, Aaron like, Brown just, was second. Aaron Brown. I'm, Aaron, uh, by the way, Aaron, great run. Great early that, season that, run. Was like the whole Canadian track, right? Wasn't that the, isn't that the four by one guys? Yeah, yeah, all the four by one guys. Brown, Rodney, is, Blake, yep. and Andre. Right. Yeah. So I'm saying to you that that great run, mm-hmm. but let's see, like, uh, 1987, 19, year, 19 years old, <clears throat> making it look easy is phenomenal. I tell you what I like about the whole Botswana situation. Okay. All sprinters have usually come from North America and the Caribbean or, or Europe. I mean, you know, Linford Christie dominated. And the Africans were always known as distance Longer, runners. Right, right. And they, they're always known as like the gentle, the guys that come in and, you know, obviously you can run, you know, 800 meter up, um, eight, right up to the marathon and, and they'll come. And, and, and if, the, if, they're, if you're Kenyan or from Botswana or Algeria or Ethiopia or, you know, or Eritrea, wherever, all the Africans are always known as distance runners. What I love about what's happening in that continent right now and it's certainly being led by, you know, I guess Ferdinand Amanyala is is like the, the elder statesman, which is kind of funny, right? And Letzile is like the young upstart. What I love about what's happening from that continent is that you have Africans showing up and saying to you, man, we can take any event. And I love that about what's going on with Ferdinand, Letzile. Uh, you know, this what this does is amplifies... Uh, the competition between the Americans, North Americans, Caribbean, you know, and Europeans. So this, our global sport is even better because what we have is an entire continent of Africans not only cheering on, uh, you know, their athletes that are in the uh, distance, but their athletes that are in uh, the sprints and vying for medals and records, man. So I love that. Man, I tell you what, I've always been a fan of the one. But the half lap, I'm telling you, I'm really enjoying what I've seen out the, of the half the lap. The deuce is awesome, man. Oh, my goodness. It's long, people. It, I ran, wow. I've ran a few of them. Man. It's a long way when you're a 100-meter guy. I'm telling you. Mazala Samokonga out of Zambia winning the men's four. Not even close. He goes 4-3-9-1. Way back. I mean, way back in second. Karani James out of Grenada, 44-76. That's a significant gap. Well, That's almost a second. Sub-44. Okay, so... So imagine, sub-44, there's very few people in the history of the world that's done that mm-hmm. and doing it early. And again, again, another African that, that's, you know, kind of taking advantage, you know, of, of, of the world we live in today and training and, 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 and uh, you know, and understanding that it's their time. Yep. 43-9, dude, it's absolutely no slouch. All right. But before we wrap. We got to talk a couple <clears throat> things. One of them, first of all, that uh, sprinting sensation who's barely old enough to drive. I mean, <laughs> Is he old enough to drive? I, I think so. He can get a license. Uh, Singa. Uh, we know that he is something special. Uh, again, 
goes out, breaks a high school record, no surprise there, gets the double at Texas Tech, but it's the times we need to talk about. 989, obviously, for the 100 meters, 1997 for the two. Well, it seems like he's not unafraid. I mean, we talk, I talked about it last time when, when I said that he, he's unafraid. I mean, if he's going up against uh, you know, someone the likes of Noah Lyles, and he's just and he's and and he's he's unafraid. It simply means that that this kid sounds like he want he's gonna go from high school. He's gonna be like uh, you know the Kevin Garnett of track and field. He's gonna go from high or or Arian Knighton, I guess. Yeah, uh, he's, he's gonna go straight from high school right to the pros. He's people. It's track and field. It's not about you know experience at this point. If he gets in block, if he gets in between the blocks, lace up his shoes. And can put it on anyone that's that, that's in the lanes beside him. It simply means that this kid's good enough to be competing. I'm not I'm not giving him victory over. I'm not giving him a, a world champion or a world record, uh, but he certainly is one of the young athletes to watch in our sport. I mean, he has been consistent, uh, and um, it, it looks like Jason is ready to go. I mean, uh, it, it'd be really it's, it's it's it'd be really good to see him running outside of the U.S., uh, running in Europe, running against some of the other um, international people. Uh, you know, th- that's always a unique thing for me to see uh, when athletes are running really good in, in Texas, uh, you know, Louisiana, California, and then they leave and they go against, um, you know, the other great athletes elsewhere in the world. So it'd be really cool to see what he does. Also, it's going to be great to see him at the U.S. Trials. Right. And you brought up Knighton? Yep. As an 18-year-old running, was it 1946, I think it was? Or 49. 49, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So you, you got to be kind of cautiously optimistic. Don't, don't want to put too much pressure on the kid. Right. right. But, I mean, yeah, track and field, man. Wow. Well, I, well, I'm Knighton, always excited for it, but well, this Knight, year, man. Well, Knighton, seriously, I mean, in all the conversations that we've had over the mm-hmm. years, uh, Knighton really hasn't disappointed. In, in, I mean, the, the, kid, the kid, you know, being a medalist. Yeah. I mean, still even, a teenager. What I'm saying, even if he's a finalist, yeah. he, like the times that he's running, he is showing up and and competing against the best people. Right. Right. So he, so he, there's nothing that he really can do to disappoint. Fair enough. Right. You know. Yeah. And this this other kid, uh, a singer. I mean, dude, listen here, kid, uh, and your coaches and your support system. There's nothing that you can do to disappoint. The fact that you're showing up every day. And at 18 years old, you're competing against the very best people in the world means that you belong. So at the end of the day, continue training yep. and, um, you know, get as much meats as possible. And, uh, you know, listen, if, 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 if it's, uh, if it, if it's uh, pro that you're going to go, mm-hmm. then man, get a great agent and start talking to one of those shoe companies to get you a pretty solid deal. Yeah. And, and by the way, Wind was legal at 1.3, smashes Noah Lyle's high school record at the 200. Correct. Uh, death often puts life in perspective. Just want to take a quick second here, man, because uh, I know a couple of brethrens recently from your crew, um, gone but definitely not forgotten. Dude, it's, yeah, today, um, yeah, today, today's, like, I'm sore from basketball, but somber just from news, man, uh. You know, a few months ago, um, really good friend of mine, really good friend of mine named Eric Thomas uh, passed away in Houston um, you know, of a blood clot. And um, man, just last night, yesterday, I heard that uh, his boy, 
and one of my good brethren, man, a guy named Calvin Davis, uh, University, University of Arkansas. Razorback, yeah. Passed away. Now, now people, you got to understand something. So in track and field, uh, we are like a traveling band. This is what we do. So it's just like, think golf or think tennis. So it's not a team sport. Um, everyone has their individual, uh, you know, uh, event. Uh, so you've got, you know, so, so Calvin and Eric, both great friends of mine. We, we had the same representation. And they would be the guys when I'm on the road, like when we're competing, like we just talked about the meet in Botswana. And, and there's going to be many other meets uh, coming up around the globe. Those two guys have always been my roadies. Those guys have always been people that looked out for me. Um, Calvin was one of the funniest human beings on the planet. I mean, God, man, he'll be missed. I mean, it, it just comes as a surprise. And it does make you wonder about your own mortality when people your age or younger than me are just dropping off, man. And I got to tell you, my condolences to the Davis family. I mean, you know, uh, God, um, to his kids, uh, to the kids that he's teaching. Uh, this was one of the, this was sadly missed because this is one of the, man, one of, one, like just a good dude, just a good dude. You know, uh, you know, just a good dude. I, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say, man, but, but I got to tell you, my condolences to the family. Um, you, know, e, you know, Eric Thomas, otherwise known as E.T., uh, you know, past, just just a few months ago, man, and now Calvin, now it, it's crazy. So for all the people, for all of, like the people from my lineage, they all know who Calvin is. Uh, go, Olympic gold medalist um, on the four by four relay, and uh, in '96 he was uh, he was a bronze medal in the um, in the 400 meter hurdles. But just a good dude, man. I gotta tell you, my condolences to his children, uh, but more importantly to the children that he, man, that the kids. I mean, he's a teacher. So I know that he's a teacher and a coach and just a good guy. Uh, but again, man, my, my condolences. My condolences to him and his family. Yeah, echo those uh, sentiments, thoughts, and prayers going out to the families of a couple of guys that very near and dear uh, to your heart. Okay, uh, we're going to wrap things up as we always do, running that anchor leg. A cleaning stand to is pouring it on. But what we're going to do for the first time ever Ever, ever, ever on Donovan Bailey running things is bring you a little action on the ice where this finally happened for Toronto hockey fans. was the last time the Toronto Maple Leafs made it to the second round. Yeah! By Usher, appropriately enough, was the number one song back then in 2004. Toronto has a huge monkey off its back. Can they move on and beat Florida in this round? I can now talk about the Leafs. Because just, just quickly, I can no, but I can now <laughs> talk about the Leafs. Yeah, because because I too I too was. Um, you know, I, I'm a Leafs fan, but you know, I was ashamed at at the, at the run of not being victorious. Okay, so so Leaf fans, I, I am a, I am. By the way, I am a hockey fan. I just want to let you all know that I just thought that Leafs always had an incredible team and should have gone farther. Now, we held our bated breaths because you know you held I, your breath for 19 years. Damn, you're good. 
Well, no, this series. Oh, okay. Just this, okay. <laughs> just this series. <laughs> like, wow. You know, and 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 uh, we all thought that um, you know it was going to be a tough series at Tampa Bay. Uh, but yeah, man. Listen, I think it's great. Um, I, I'm, you know, I was I was in the city having having a, a dinner meeting, and 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 uh, the city absolutely erupted. And in my mind, I'm thinking, what if we ever won the Stanley Cup? That's actually what I was thinking. Oh, jeez. Uh, Easy but, now. But, yeah, well, that's the th- baby but, steps. But that's that's my Jason. This is what I'm saying to you. Okay. That's why I, I you know I had a much calmer approach. Gotcha. To what it is that okay. was happening. I'm like, we just won our first series. That's it. Okay. I think they've got a massive shot now to go on. Uh, I, I really think that uh, they know that all of the GTA or most of the GTA is supporting them. Uh, this is now incredible momentum, and, and, and I think that they can, they can move on now. Looking for the Florida Sweep. Okay, some other quick takes as we wind things down. Lamar Jackson is now the highest paid player in the NFL. Five years, $260 million with the Ravens. You know what I love about that? I think there was a lot of people talking. Well, obviously, we all thought that there was collusion, because I still do. There, there was The fact is that they, you know, a lot of teams were just not about to sign him. Uh, Lamar didn't have an agent. So who negotiated his contract? His mom. Guess what? His mom got paid. So I'm not even worried about Lamar and his wow. $280 million. His mom got paid 7.5 or whatever. Whatever it is, his mommy, as a mama's boy, Jason, mm-hmm. I'm thinking that is fantastic. This guy held out. He knew what the number was. Unreal. And he kept every dollar in-house. So, I mean, hey, he deserves every dollar that he gets. Let's, let me get that straight. Every wow. single dollar that he gets, he will, I mean, you know, they signed, a, they signed Odell Beckham Jr. So certainly he's going to have a bunch of people to throw the ball to. And his mom kept the money. The bar just continues <clears throat> to rise from Mahomes to Watson to Hertz to now Jackson. Yes. So you know who's smiling? Burrow and Herbert. They're next up. You're so damn right. just continue to step up. Of course. Uh, the Kentucky Derby goes this Saturday. Will you be watching with a mint julep in hand? I might be watching them. You know what's funny? I would actually, <clears throat> I would have liked to have been there. I've, I've been to a couple of Kentucky Derbys and it's, 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 it's very proper. And, um, and that's probably one of the reasons. Not a bad place to go and dress up and, 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 and watch, uh, you know, watch uh, an afternoon with the, with the best horses on the planet. The best animal athletes on the planet. Ah, you like <coughs> anything that can run fast. I like it. Uh, who do you got <coughs> at UFC 288? You got Aljamain Sterling taking on Henry Cejudo. <coughs> Sterling now is American, but both of his parents are Jamaican. Well, I mean, you know, I, I got to be loyal. That's what I was telling you. I, I got But I got to be loyal. Okay. Aljamain, you know, Aljamain, go get the man and deal with him. Done. Snoop Dogg <coughs> apparently wants to be part of an ownership group to buy the Ottawa Senators. I got you talking hockey twice in the damn show. Well, I think my boy Snoop uh, is onto something great. And um, I think, you know, listen, I, I think that Snoop Doggy Dog is onto something fantastic. Ownership has its privileges. Um, you know, we've got, you know, we've got uh, Magic Johnson owning uh, baseball, uh, basketball, football, Michael Jordan, Owning car racing, um, uh, you you have uh, and basketball, uh, you have you have 
um, Lewis Hamilton. You've got a ton of incredible athletes owning things. And I think that Snoop Dogg being part of the management group to buy the Ottawa Senators is one fantastic move for a global brand. And with that, I might have some news for you guys on the next show. Ooh, I like it. That's what you call a tease in the biz. And by the way, Ryan Reynolds <coughs> versus Snoop Dogg for the Ottawa Senators ownership. I did not see that battle coming. But we are going to tie things up nicely here. You spoke of music in terms of Snoop. A Canadian icon recently lost. Gordon Lightfoot, Order of Canada, a guy that you have met. Let's celebrate his life on the way out. Yeah, many, many times I, I, I've met with Gordon. I mean, again, you, you talk about uh, Trailblazer who set the bar for being incredible at what you do and being always being his, his authentic self, man. Rest in peace uh, and my condolences to his family. All right, that's the best way to roll it out. Uh, Gordon Lightfoot. Man, what a voice. <laughs>